I, I, I want to speak to you on what I call the alignment of the remnant. Alignment of the remnant. I hope it can be put there. Remnant. The remnants are the people that are left. When something happens and hits people, the rest of the people that are left who are not hit or who are alive, who are not dead, or who are there, who, who have been freed, are the people we call remnant. And the Bible has what it calls remnant. The remnants are the people that are left. Now, we are talking about alignment because things are not the same and we need to, to change and adapt to some things that we are going to do. There are a few things that will remain with us perpetually. I'm talking about the way of our service in this house, not necessarily the COVID-19, but the way of our service in this house. Remain. Some things will remain with us perpetually. Uh, and, and so, uh, as the time comes to you, but there is a way we should do. I looked through the Bible and I wanted to pick up a story in the scriptures that will fit this occasion. And my mind went to my spirit went to Haggai chapter 2, the verse 1 to 7, and I want to read Haggai chapter 2, the verse 1 to 7. In the seventh month, in the one and twentieth day of the month, came the word of the Lord by the prophet Haggai, saying, Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Shittiel, the governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jezedek, the high priest, and to the residue or the remnant of the people, saying, Who is left among you? that saw this house in her first glory and how do you see it now is it not in your own in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing yet now be strong O zerubbabel saith the lord and be strong O joshua son of jezebel the high priest and be strong all ye people of the land saith the lord and work for i am with you saith the lord of hosts According to the word that I covenanted with you when ye came out of Egypt, so my spirit remaineth among you. Fear ye not, for thus saith the Lord of hosts, Yet once, it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens, and I will shake all nations. And I will shake the heavens and the earth, and the sea, and the dry land. And I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill this house with glory saith the lord of hosts amen so this story talks about egypt i'm sorry israel as a nation when they returned from captivity to build the temple of the living god they have been in captivity for long they never had the opportunity to worship then all of a sudden they came and god said Zerubbabel and 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 joshua the high priest to lead the remnant to put up the temple now, when you read, read the book of Ezra, you will understand more that they had built the foundation of the temple already and they were stopped. They were stopped by certain forces. So they left it. Then God, at a certain point, sent Haggai the prophet to go and remind them and encourage them and let them be strong and that they should go back and build. But he asked a question. How many of you are here who saw the building of King Solomon? What is it in the sight of this foundation you have? This foundation you have doesn't look nice. It doesn't look big. It doesn't look like the building is going to be nice. It doesn't look like the building is going to be strong. It doesn't look like the building is going to be this. But then the Lord reminded them, I'm encouraging you to be strong because I'm not going to just be looking at the physical building, but this time, the glory that will fill this house, 
though it is not the same beauty as the other one though it's not as great as the other one but the glory i am going to fill this house with will be greater than what used to be in in in, in king solomon's temple and so god encouraged them and that is one of the things we want to look at i know that coming to service with ask and we are sitting far apart you want to wave your handkerchief they say don't wave you want to dance in front they say don't dance you want to do something they say don't do so in comparison you may look at it and say but what are we doing now are we really worshiping but i want you to know something god does not deal with only the physical presence of things and the way they appear god deals with the heart so god is saying it does not matter how it looks like from the other but I can fill this house with my glory. Listen to me. I have all the faith and the belief that what God is going to do with his church in our last days will be more glorious than what we are seeing before. I believe that the church is going to come out of this COVID-19 and will be stronger, not just only in Ghana, in Africa, in the world. The church of the living God are going to come up very strong. We need to understand that all we have to do is to align ourselves. Things are going to change. But let's open up. Let's not be looking at the way things used to be done. So many things will have to change. So many things will have to change. So things will not go the same. So if you compare it, you may say, Abba, what is this? Are we really serving, serving God? No tambourine, no that, no this, no that. I cannot jump. jump. I'm not seeing some of you, your faces. In fact, there are people you see and you can't recognize them until they pull the thing down a bit. Because but don't worry about that. Whatever God is telling us, we have to take over the, the, the situation and serve and do what we have to do. We need to align ourselves. I believe that the way the church is going to become in the nearest future calls for every believer to know how to position himself. Every believer should know that we are not coming at the same. We are not coming down with, with that lukewarmness. We are not coming back with that, with, with that nature of, 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 of loving God today and tomorrow you are done. You know something? When I was praying, I remember there's something that the Lord was telling me. He said, I look at the hearts of people, not their physical presence. You can be physically present, but your heart is not ready. Your spirit is not open. So God wants us to align ourselves. There is something he can still do with the church even if we are sitting now. Something our food can happen we the members that are coming remnant that are coming we must align ourselves properly we must change our attitude we must change our ways we must be ready to love god more ladies and gentlemen let me open your eyes a little bit the statistics of this COVID all over the world i don't want to bore you when you look at the statistics it's amazing that africa we are still where we are remember when this thing started in china in the in november or december there about and we're hearing what was happening the question everybody was asking was hey this thing shouldn't come to africa if it comes to africa we are finished because the nations that had the wealth that had the best systems of medical care that had the structures that had everything that was in place that had the men the, the scientists the the doctors the way they were dying when this thing moved into italy i said what what is happening can we also stand? It moved to uh, uh, Spain, moved to London, moved to America. Now it is hitting Brazil like something. In fact, the, the, the South American countries are now. But look at the way it came into Africa. And up to today, God by his grace has kept us. <laughs> 
the stone that the builders rejected has become the head of the corner listen to me it means we have to also think because this thing and everybody thought we will be finished but yesterday i was talking with a medical doctor in in london and he said oh so how, how is ghana i said oh, ghana we are fine he said hey so how the death rate i said we have we have 38 he said what they asked me, I said, is it in Accra or I said, we have 38, the whole country, 38 deaths. She could not believe it. Because as we are sitting there, they think we are finishing. But look at what God has done for us. Look at what Jehovah has done for us. Look at what Yahweh has been for us. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if Yahweh and Jehovah has done all these things for us, what is the language to us? That's what I want you to look at. Jesus, and I don't want us to forget as a church. I don't want you to forget as an individual. I don't want you to forget as a husband. I don't want you to forget as a wife or as a mother that you are alive not because of you. You are alive because the Lord has us. Members of our church got the COVID-19. I won't tell you who they are. They got it. Some of you don't know. But we knew. And we're in touch with them. They are perfectly healed. They got it. They got it. Listen. I told them not to come. I told some of them not to come to church. I know them, so I said, you stay home. But they are strong. They are doing their things. Everything is fine. Africa owes God something else. We owe God something extra. We owe God something extra. And we in Gate Pastors, we owe God something extra. Those lukewarmness and lack of love, lack of commitment must fall off. Because He has shown us so much. Jesus spoke to, Jesus said something, and I want to read it. Jesus said in Luke chapter 4, Luke chapter 7, the verse 40, 30, 43, he says, And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he said, Master, say on. There, there was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed him 500 pence, the other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave most. And he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. 550. He forgave them both. Which one of them will love him more? The one he forgave most. We need to love God more. Your amen didn't help you. Listen, I think that this is the time we should not, we should not entertain any, anybody who is lukewarm. I'm not saying we should suck him, but I, I, I don't have time for you. I was telling somebody, one offering has come to stay. I'm not changing it. We are not going to coerce anybody to do anything. If you are bringing your tithe, bring. If you won't bring, you do what you do. It's between you and God. For what God has done, I want to do more for him. I want to go ahead and do more for him. 
because people this thing would you want it has no understanding the people that are rather without the help are surviving the people who knew what to do are rather dying how do you explain this but if not but god and god has done so much for us as a church as a people in this continent as a people in africa as a people in ghana that we owe god everything we owe god everything we owe him our might we owe him our wisdom we owe him our strength we owe him our money we owe him everything and i think that that is the alignment we need to align ourselves if we want to see the glory if we want to see the power if we want to see the beauty we need to align ourselves our personal relationship with him our ways and our attitudes it should be our heart not our physical body you know a lot of times we physically present ourselves to god but our hearts are far god said something the other day when he was talking in malachi he said these are people who profess to love me but their hearts are far from me may that be far away from us i think that we need to come back and understand this thing that in all this god has proved to africa god has proved to ghana god has proved to you and me that he can take care of us and one of the things i i i i noted seriously during this pandemic is this i watched and i saw the way people who didn't used to like you to mention god and i'm talking about europe people who hated people to preach the gospel now wanted people to speak to them I saw a man preaching on the streets of London with a megaphone, shouting. And the police were standing like this, who were guarding the roads. They were standing like this and listening. Quiet. The roads were empty, and people opened their windows to listen. I said, This is London. So, God has proved that what you and me were holding, what you and me had, and we didn't place value on it. What you and me were standing on, and we thought it was nothing, and we were doing it anyhow. God is proving to us that is the one everybody is looking for now. And that's why you and me cannot sit the same way. We can't come to church the same way we come to church. We can't worship God the same way we worship God. We must worship God in truth and in spirit. We must be sincere in heart. We must be committed. And I'm talking to leaders of this church. We want to see a change in everybody's life, starting from myself. To everybody in this church we want to do things differently our attitudes our love for God must be demonstrated our love for his kingdom must be demonstrated we need to come out and show our love for the kingdom and for his purpose I was talking to the church this morning and I said we need to understand people now want to hear from us people want to Everybody is giving up. We have a message for the world. Our community here must be a community we must reach out to. During the time of lockdown, I was thinking about us raising some megaphones, raising ourselves in some numbers, and going into, into these communities on Saturday mornings and speaking to people and letting people know that there is hope in Christ because people were giving up completely. But you and me understand it. God has done it for us. We have to properly align ourselves. I don't know where you are going to stand, but you and me must stand well. We must stand well. 
The whole of the week, Pastor Esud has been preaching on manifestation 2020. And I don't know how many of you have been listening. If you've been listening, lift up your hands. Very few of us. But manifestation 2020, he's completing this evening at 6 p.m. Watch it. Very powerful. But I was looking at a scripture, and it's the same scripture. Romans chapter 8. The fact that the Bible says, for, the, for I reckon that the sufferings of, the, of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. So we have gone through some things, but the glory that is about to come will be more. And that's why we cannot be the same. We have to align ourselves for the glory to land in our midst. The world has to see something powerful inside you, in your home, in your business place. The world has to see. But if we don't align ourselves with what God is about to do, he will not. So he sent Haggai to encourage them. He said, be strong. He said, rise up and work. Because the glory of this latter house will be greater than the former. So I challenge every one of us. Be strong. Let us rise up. Let us work on ourselves. Let us be committed. Let us align ourselves. Let our love increase for God and for the kingdom. Let us show by every standard that we are in for what God is doing. And when we show this thing, I tell you, God is going to use every one of us individually. He's going to reach out. He's going to touch people. He's going to change. Things are not going to be the same. Too many things. Look at the way we have to wear masks and sit. But it shall be for a while. The glory of this house shall be greater than the former. God is about to show himself more. I want to challenge us to pray. Rededicate ourselves. Rededicate ourselves to the service and to the commitment of Christ. You see, you see, people, this is the time of the things I'm telling you. We have to be grateful. We have to be grateful. If he forgave us much, we need, we need to show that we love him much. We need to show it. That we love him much because he has forgiven us much. And I want you to bow down your heads and pray. Make commitments. Commit yourself to God more. I want to serve you more. I want to love you more. Father, I want to change my ways. I want to change my attitudes. You know, sometimes we as leadership, look at the times we can come to church. I was telling somebody, sometimes you as a pastor, when you are preaching and you are standing up, and you see the way people are behaving at the back, it tells you whether, these people, whether they understand God. You see people coming to church and worship is on. And they don't seem like they are, they, are, they are bothered. No, no, no. Those are the attitudes we need to change. I want you to pray for yourself. That Lord, from this day forward, I want to be committed to, my, to God. I want to serve. I want to do things right. I want to serve him in truth and in holiness. Somebody pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Commit yourself to God.